Thank you for joining me this Friday, the 29th of September. I'm Grady Wolf, a market analyst with Bell Direct. This is the weekly market update. As global markets around the world continue to ride the waves of inflation, interest rate hikes, rising bond yields and geopolitical tensions impacting commodity prices, real estate stocks are being sharply sold off, with the REIT sector locally down 13.8% this month and down almost 30% year to date. So what exactly is causing investors to not only sell, but steer well clear of the real estate sector on markets around the world? We are seeing some real estate stocks fall to all-time low share prices, firstly due to stronger-than-expected inflation, pent-up demand being met with supply chain disruptions, rising fuel costs, other inflated input costs and rising interest rates, which increase the cost of finance for landlords and tenants in the REIT sector. Firstly, bond yields jumped last week around the world as a result of rising interest rates, which can create stock market distress as higher bond yields attract funds that may otherwise go into equities. The REIT sector is typically goes down as long-term bond yields go up. With the bond yield on the Australian 10-year government treasury notes soaring this year as the market bought bonds in anticipation of further interest rate hikes, the REIT sector took a dive. According to UBS, for every 50 basis point rise in the 10-year bond rate, REIT values drop 6%. Interest rates rising in recent months has also led to REIT balance sheets absorbing the rising cost of debt due to their higher exposure to borrowing costs every time an interest rate hike is announced. The proportion of balance sheet debt held by REITs that is unhedged has risen in recent years as property trusts took advantage of pandemic low interest rates. What that means now is for every one percentage point interest rate hike in the cash rate, increased finance expenses will deplete REIT earnings by around 4%. FY23 is a year to watch for REIT balance sheets in terms of how hard the rising interest rates and bond yields impact earnings, and more importantly, how REIT businesses set up a buffer from the impacts by structuring lease agreements to include annual incremental rental price hikes, especially by pegging the increases to CPI or CPI rate plus 2% or more. So for your portfolio, buying into REIT stocks may be a risky move in the current environment, environment, but for long-term diversification, it may be worth looking into once interest rate hikes become less aggressive, so as to buy in when the share prices are at a discount and ride the wave of bond yields falling, placing less pressure on the earnings of REIT stocks. Now locally, the ASX started the week in negative territory, dipping to a three-month low amid rising global recession fears. But the local market quickly recovered later in the week after the Bank of England moved to put a floor on UK assets by committing to buy £65 billion of sterling bonds to stabilise the UK bond market. We saw the local energy sector recover losses from earlier in the week on Thursday after the European Union made a renewed push for further sanctions to be imposed on Russian commodities, which sent the price of oil and natural gas soaring as Europe looks for further supply deals from other regions like Australia. Despite the rally later in the week, the key index lost 0.3% from Monday to Thursday.
This week, energy stocks took a hit to start the week as commodity prices plunged. But as I mentioned earlier, the prices recovered on a renewed push by the European Union for sanctions on Russia's commodities. This week, the energy sector is down 4% from Monday to Thursday, but the market cap leaders on the sector, including Woodside, Santos and Whitehaven Coal, are each up over 2% in the last few sessions. Taking a look at the All Lords, Cog State skyrocketed more than 54.55% this week, despite no news being released by the drug-making company. But according to NBC, the Japanese drug maker's experimental Alzheimer's drug has helped slow cognitive decline in patients in early stages of the illness, according to recent reports. Electro-optic systems also soared 16.13% from Monday to Thursday, while Superloop added 15.52% over the course of the four days. The most traded stocks by Belderet clients this week were Harvey Norman, Whitehaven Coal, IPH, Suncorp Group, Lithium Energy, Macquarie Group and Sigma Healthcare. Investors also bought into new solar energy while taking profits from BHP and South32. And the most traded ETFs this week were BetaShares Geared Australian Equity Hedge Fund, BetaShares Australian Strong Bear Hedge Fund and Vanguard Australian Shares Index ETF. On the economic front next week, investors will be awaiting the release of the RBA's latest interest rate decision out on Tuesday, with the markets expecting a rise of 0.5%, increase, or an increase of 0.5% to take the nation's cash rate to 2.85%. Australia's trade balance is also out later in the week, which will determine whether the country's trade surplus continued to decline in August or whether a rebound was experienced, with exports increasing the margin above imports. And that's all we have time for today. I'm Grady Wolf with Bell Direct. Have a lovely Friday. Enjoy your weekend and as always, happy investing.